Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ah, 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 ah. Episode 2 of Real Monsters, where the monsters are made up. This episode concludes our double episode on space incarceration. Welcome to Space Jail, Part (laughs) 2. Some of the most dangerous prisoners on Earth. Strangely enough, how some of the most dangerous prisoners on Earth, but what of the ones that are worse? One of the prisoners that are worse than the worst ones on Earth. Let's return to deep space. Floating billions of acres away from planet Earth is the massive, floating Andromedan Correctional Institution, Gargantia Max. In the first episode, we looked at two criminals, Mitchell Sparks from Texas, England, who scammed and framed his community using the old fake belly button registry ruse, then we talked about Rupert Gummings, a hundred, a 140-year-old man from Minnesota who got old people he knew to do weird things near people, cause a distraction, and steal people's cars while their attention was being diverted to stuff like an old man using a, a yo-yo or a group of old people having a slumber party. It was a, last week when I said I couldn't remember what it was. It was a pillow fight. I remembered um, things you never see. Oh, people! <laughs> uh, in this episode, we look at two more unique criminals locked away in Gargantumax's stomach. The first criminal is the first inmate ever to be incarcerated in the animal wing of the space jail from New Mexico. It's the forty-two-year-old talking parrot. Herbie Holland. Listen to this. <laughs> Listen to this rare space police interview from 1993. Herbie, you're a bird. Why have you got a last name? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Herbie Holland is the most foul mouthed talking bird on earth. He says the F word at least twice in every sentence he says. He even flew to France and learnt to say hello. Bonjour! <laughs> and he did, and did he learn to, <laughs> and did he learn to swear after that? Of course he did. Everyone does. Herbie flew all over the world in economy class to save money. He built up thousands of frequent flyer miles. Go on. Going around learning to swear in every language. Listen, here he is in New Zealand offending tourists at a Lord of the Rings attraction. Ah, fashion chops! Ah, f- fashion chops! 
Um, why is Herbie so angry? Angry enough to want to learn to say the rudest words in the dictionary 10,000 times a day. We talked to Herbie's first owner in Chicago. Sir, did you swear in front of your pet parrot? No. <laughs> we tracked down Herbie's second owner in Cairo. Did you teach your parrot Herbie to swear? No. <laughs> We tracked down, I'm not going to do it for everyone, um, we found Herbie's seventh owner in New Mexico, a builder by the name of Dwight. No, Dwight thing to do. Who was contracted by his local council to build a lighthouse in the middle of the desert. <laughs> solitude, solitude, it's the opposite of fortitude. <coughs> solitude. <clears throat> um... Dwight, did you swear in front of your pet parrot? Yep. Uh, you heard it here on Real Monsters, folks. Dwight thing to do, taught his pet parrot to swear. And did he care that his pet parrot had been sentenced to nine months' death, followed by life in the pet penitentiary section of the Gargantua Max Bates Jail? That's really cruel. <laughs> Actually, why wasn't Dwight in trouble with the weight? I better put him in jail too, or this is just animal, animal cruelty. Um, um, this is footage of Dwight Thing to Do's space trial in 1992. Mr. Thing to Do, your parrot is very naughty and has been punished, and it's probably your fault. Do you want to go to jail too? Yep. <laughs> and that's how it's done. Want to go to jail? Yeah, I haven't got much on, and I've never been to space. What is that? There's an insect in the studio. Alright, Mr. Thing to do, you shall also spend the rest of your life in jail. But first, you shall also serve three months' death. Can I just say, I totally oppose the death penalty as a punishment. It makes no sense for law enforcement to commit an offence that's as bad, if not the exact same crime that's been committed to begin with. Anyway, I'm pretty sure it doesn't have a normal voice. Why was Dwight made to build a lighthouse in the middle of the desert? Oh, well, would he have been, um, to help stop ghost boats from crashing? Yeah. No, the council are worried about climate change. And once the polar ice caps melt and the ocean meets the land higher up, all the beaches are going to be in different spots further back. And while he was working building a pointless building in the desert, he swore every day. Every time he hit his thumb instead of a nail, every time he dropped a plank and had to go down and get it. Was Mr. Thing to do a real criminal? Or was it the council's fault for making him do such a ridiculously big job his own in uncomfortable climates near a bird that mimics people's voices? Regardless, the builder of this desert lighthouse and his foul-mouthed pet parrot Herbie are both locked up in space jail. And the world's only inland lighthouse remains closed as I speak, waiting for the day it needs to be opened when climate change gets bad enough. We broke into the lighthouse just now and all we found on the table was a song written by some hermit who'd obviously been using the place like a vagrant. Here's a bit of the song. <laughs> Solitude, solitude, it is not fortitude. Solitude, solitude, 
it is not for cute. Solitude, solitude. It is not for the cute. Solitude, solitude. It is not for cute. Episode one and a half, I was talking <laughs> about the equipment I was using, already giving them a plug by mentioning them. Then later on in the episode, I said, oh, I wish I had something really big like Australia Post or something to sponsor. It just hit me yesterday, the big sponsor can be the maker of this equipment. It'll be a funny podcast where the guy gets better at using the gear that he's been given to by the company that made the unit and every episode will get better, which in itself is an ad. Like saying, so it'll be proof that the stuff's user-friendly. So I'm going to email Fender. It's not, I mean, it's not them, but someone like that. And ask them, do they can I sponsor this ridiculous podcast? And if they say no, I'll purposely use their gear badly and then plug them all the time anyway. Um, back to the show. Uh, in another part, in another part of the... Sp- <laughs> in another part of the Gargantia Max Space Jail, back in the people section... In cell block nine and a half, we have the last random prisoner we will analyze. Which cell? Um, he's in cell number 17. Buddy Glades from Canada. He used to go around people's houses when they were having parties. He'd wait until he was all alone in the living room and turn on people's TVs. Then he'd turn on their set-top boxes and set them up to record infomercials. Buddy's dad had a 70th birthday party, and a few weeks after it, he turned on his TV, only to find his set-top box was 100% full. It was full of infomercials that Buddy's dad didn't set to record himself. Initially, he thought the house was haunted. Let's hear what he had to say. I I thought the house was haunted. Mr. Glodes asked the government for a $13 million grant to hire ghost hunters and the world's best experts to deal with the problem. One of the experts was this man. Listen to what he had to say when we rang him up. I'm one of the best experts in this area to deal with this problem. But no matter... But no matter how much money the government spent on the issue of the haunted house that filled up the owner's set-top box with infomercials, haunted house specialists couldn't sort it out. Buddy Glodes watched the Canadian government spend all the nation's money on something he did, and he didn't say anything at all. Buddy even took some of the government's money himself and started a little neighbourhood posse to help. He bought fancy yachts, beverages and adjectives blowing the money in stupid ways. He went online and bought this fancy adjective for $160,000. Listen to how fancy it is. Enchanting! (laughs) Sure. Sure, his... Sure, his posse may have needed a yacht to sail around and try and catch the phantom set-top box recorder, but spending six-figure sums of money on new adjectives, that's a waste of money. Listen to one of the infomercials that Buddy recorded to fill up his dad's set-top box. 
And now here to yell at us about ladders, it's Glenn. Thanks, Rhonda. These ladders are really, really good, and everyone needs to follow on as soon as possible. Look. Uh, excuse me, Glenn. They're made of metal. You can open and shut the ladders like this. When they're closed, you walk up these steps here by leaning against the wall. Glenn, but if you open it, you can climb up these steps without having to land it anywhere. Why are you talking so loud, Glenn? Because, Rhonda, I'm feeling really excited. The scientific research has proven that instead of watching the news while they get ready for work, people are more likely to buy one of these amazing ladders if they're being screamed at by a ludicrous maniac, especially if they're eating breakfast. Really? Now look at these steps. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven steps. All the same distance apart. The set-top box filled to 100%. Meant all the shows Mr. Glows wanted to take didn't get recorded. He missed the 2016 Welsh Squash Championships. Instead, he misses out on seeing the coverage and loses his son when Buddy is finally caught and sent to Gargantia Max Intergalactic Space Jail for 117 years. Listen to Buddy's final words after his court case. Do you have anything to say, Buddy Goats? <laughs> yes, it's all been very enchanting. Hear that? His last words before he went to jail for filling up his dad's set-top box and spending millions of dollars on experts to fix it. That's all been very enchanting. The audacity. He used the exact same adjective that he got with the government's money. This shows a complete lack of remorse and luckily Buddy will be locked away for a very long time. Well, that's been the second episode of Real Monsters, where the monsters are made up. Look out for episode two and a half. It's an idea for a podcast I thought about doing, but now I'm not going to. I won't tell you what it is, I'll leave it there for a nice surprise. That episode three will be a brand new one, not about space jails. I hope you've enjoyed the show, and it's improved your life in some way. Remember to go onto iTunes and give it a one-star review. So it's goodbye from me, Ollie Harris, and as we always say here on Real Monsters, sing like no one can hear, dance like no one can see, and fart like no one can smell. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.